welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Conscious Coaches on a Mission. Today we have an awesome guest, Leanne Wolf. She is a vision and alignment coach with over a decade of experience in human design and mentoring. So it's going to be a really cool conversation because as you know, I also do human design. So we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And we just found out that our birthdays are literally, what, 14 days apart? Like, yeah. this yeah. is crazy. So uh, this... This is going to be a really fun conversation. So um, Leanne's focus is on helping you experience life without burnout, without distractions, so that you can have the correct balance in your energy, in what you're applying onto business, in what your regular life looks like, and relationships and probably everything else woven together in a harmonious way. So welcome, Leanne. Thank you. Thank you, Eugenia. It was fun to pull up your, <laughs> pull up your chart when you're like, oh, we think so similar. Yeah, because we have a lot of similarities. So it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So let's start by kind of giving people a little bit of an understanding why uh, human design is even an important piece to be aware of in their life. And how did you ended up with this as your focus? You know, like, because <laughs> you, you did corporate stuff before from what I remember reading and other things. So like, how did you end up with this being like, oh my God, this is what I'm going to do for a business and help people understanding their human design better? Well, it's kind of an interesting story. So I worked as a branch manager at a, at a local bank here for 10 years. Seven years in, they made an announcement that they were going to change computer systems. And I remember sitting in the boardroom and and I just had this knowing that I wouldn't be there when the computer system went live. Fast forward three years from that point, and the computer system was ready to go live in the, in the business. And I quietly just stepped out. I made sure my whole team was totally trained. And I'm like, no, I just know that this next cycle of energy is just not for me. So I had the wherewithal to come back to my farm and be able to give myself a year to decondition, to decompress really from the stress of it all. And when I was ready to step back in, I typed into the computer, uh, new age business. 
and human design popped up. Like, what are the chances? Probably if you do that now, it would never happen. And it just grabbed me. And as soon as I saw my chart, I'm like, oh, feels like home. And I just knew that it was a permission slip that this was me and it was okay to be me. I ran with it. I did all the classes at IHDS and the BG5 Business Institute. And I've tried to quit many times as an entrepreneur. I don't know any entrepreneurs that haven't tried to quit. Um, I've tried to quit and it won't let me, it won't let me go. So I'm still here. Ah, uh, this is, I so get that. I had a very similar journey as far as like wanting to get away from my soul mission, but it kept following me around. <laughs> so no matter how many times I would like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to see clients. They were there because yeah. when we're meant to do something, we're meant to do something. And I want all the audience to get that within yourself. Like you have something that you meant to do and it's literally yeah. written within you. You can look at it like Akashic records, like human design, like channeling, like whatever it is, like how you get that access astrology, but it is something that is in there that you're meant to do. That is in a sense, the only place where you truly feel aligned. So yeah. Leanne, you mentioned yeah. conditioning and deconditioning on your farm, which is, by the way, awesome. You have a farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but let's look into this piece, because what I find a lot with my clients, and I know that my clients with their clients, is that there's always this confusion between who the person really is, and then it kind of gets buried underneath all this conditioning and imprinting and programming, family upbringing, and to find this internal piece of who they are tends to be a really difficult process for some people. So yeah. speak to this a little bit, because I think this is where um, a lot of your focus is in helping people have a balance, right? Yeah. 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 So it was really interesting, actually, um, at the time, because I didn't, I didn't have words for it for that, you know, for that year as I was decompressing and, and, and letting my, my, my world just come back to center. My physical body actually shook. It shook. It, it, it was like, finally, I don't have to operate from a stressful place. I can finally let go. And when I saw my design, so I have a, I have an undefined solar plex and undefined, undefined, um, splenic center, totally open G, totally open Ajna, totally open head center. And I was like, oh, all that mental pressure, all that, you know, trying to figure out answers all the time, all of those things that were going on when I was in a work situation, none of that was me. None of that was me. And that's where I could see I was, I was holding so much of the conditioning up in my, up in my mind. So being able to just let that go, the, my body physically shook and vibrated out so much of the conditioning. Yeah, and isn't so, it amazing how much we end up with like family of origin as to how we're supposed to be? And then when like you help them understand their human design, they're like, oh my God, it's not me at all, right? It probably feels like a yeah. permission to <laughs> be you finally. Yes, exactly. And well, and you and I come in with Pluto in our 18th gate, right? So it's all about correcting that mother-father stuff and recognizing all those patterns from mother-father. It's, and, you know, 
my my mom was altruistic like she died of a heart attack giving to people like constantly right and i'm like oh my goodness i totally learned that from her yeah. so yeah all these pieces that it's good to just journal that recognize it see it in the chart all that openness just keeps stuff just keeps piling in there to be able to just pull all that stuff out and just see it and recognize it's not you and it's okay that it was there to teach you whatever you needed to be taught but you can go forward and have the permission slip to use your strengths and 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 be your truest version of you yeah have you ever noticed that people uh hold their conditioned um self identity as if it is a real identity and then when they find out that that is actually not kind of part of their design there's a kind of a split reaction. Part of them feels relieved, like, oh, I can stop trying to be this thing that I've been trying to be maybe my whole life. But another part actually kind of fights back and says, no, 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 but who am I without that? Have you noticed that split? I've totally noticed that split. And I have a totally open G. So it's like this reflection back to them. You know, I have no objectivity around like what they're identifying with. I can just reflect that back to them that, that are you hearing your own stories? Are you hearing what you're identifying? And that usually kind of sits them back in their chair and they're like, oh, I don't even recognize I'm talking like this. I don't even recognize that I am identifying anything. So it's really interesting to to play the game, right? And to, to watch that happen. You know, like you say, the people that took on the identities of their mom and dad mm -hmm. think it's theirs. And they've been walking down this path and they are exhausted because they've been doing that. So, Yeah, and it's probably also that um, a lot of times people not sure how to use the correct design, right? Like you mentioned Open G, so that's like a heart center, let's just say, for people who don't know what we're talking about. So when somebody has an open heart, that means like in the positive, you can be sort of like a chameleon in a good way. Like you can take on different roles and shift your energy and be somebody who reflects to another. Like there's a lot of amazing positive things, right? But it's kind of often gets mistranslated as overgiving and no boundary, <laughs> right? So mm -hmm. um, did you find that in working with people, a lot of times when they find out that they actually have been inside the conditioned identity that's not who they really are, they don't know how to use that center, that chakra, that, that center within themselves correctly. Like they just have no idea what that means. And it might even look like it's weak for them to, to be the other way that they were taught. Yes. Yep. And and how I like the analogy that I use is anything that's um, activated in, in your chart. So we have, you know, we have all of this planetary activation activating these gates. I'm like, those are your strengths. And if we don't use them, they atrophy. It's just like if we're not lifting, using our muscles, they atrophy in our bodies, right? So once they recognize, oh, this stuff is what I'm supposed to be using. And I don't have to be ashamed of it. I don't have to be afraid of it. That's where the magic happens because that conformity can really make us atrophy and not lean into really our magic and our superpowers. So how can one sense what is their natural design? 
like short of like, let's say looking at their chart and having somebody like you read their chart, if they, I mean, many people download their charts and they still have no idea what they're looking at. So you actually do need an expert to help you understand your chart if you ever do that. But what would be the way for them to kind of like naturally sense what would be the strengths and what would be the conditioned identity? So like truly, I think it is to get out of the head and, and drop into the intelligence of the body. That that's what I would indicate, like, because I watched that with myself, how, you know, my conditioned mind had my physical body so constricted that the intelligence of it couldn't stand up. So once the deconditioning was was starting to happen and dropping into the intelligence of the body, it was way easier to connect with my decision making. And once I could connect with my decision making, then all of a sudden I was moving towards things that actually felt good to me. They felt satisfying to me. Yeah. And how would that um, translate in connection with um, being able to differentiate between the wounds in the body, because body holds a lot of trauma as well, versus actually listening in the body in the way you're sensing. Because like, as you're talking about it, you're talking about the body being the natural sort of universal response board that then gives you the messages, which is the higher way to treat the body. But mm, a lot of people would say, yeah, but like I was traumatized as a child with this and then I have this and this and this. And so when I listen to the body, all I get is like anxiety. Like that's not the messages you're talking about, right? Right. That's not the messages. Correct. So that for me, that is a deconditioning process. So if you're recognizing anxiety, fear, nervousness, um, lots of triggers, lots of, you know, emotional reactions. That's still indicating that there's got to be some more, you know, emotional work done on the mental body, emotional body, physical body, so that you can tap into the deeper intelligence that's underneath all of that. Because there is, you know, this inner wisdom. And you know this, you're helping your clients with it. You, This is what you speak about. It's an inner wisdom. It just is. And inner wisdom isn't mean. It's not fearful. It has no judgment. It's just a pure guide that's here to help. Yeah. And that's an interesting way to look at that because it's sort of like the universe and the body have the direct link. And then the personality is built on top of that. And we're all conditioned to think in our heads and try to figure it out mentally, which you mentioned the decision-making. And of course, that's where things get really fuzzy because we start to feel like, well, it's all up to me. I need to know the answer. And some designs actually meant to only know when you need to know it, not ahead of time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm learning this. I'm still learning this. You know, I still want to like do a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, you know, that's how I'm built. But I'm like, I, I have to allow the universe to do some of the lifting for me. It's not up, just up to me. Because I am allowing for my soul purpose, my soul fuel to move through me. So they got to do some heavy lifting too. They, it, whatever you want to call it, consciousness field, universe, whatever. 
Yeah. So let's look at a specific center, the will center, which in the chakras, it would be the back of the heart, but it's this drive that a lot of times entrepreneurs get kind of wired into, like, I always have to be high vibe and high this and push forward. And a lot of women, and my audience are all women entrepreneurs, coaches, we're not like that. I mean, you may be driven, I may be driven that kind of a specific type of energy, but not a lot of people are driven in this way. Their drive could look completely different. So can you speak onto the health, I guess, of the will center? Like if somebody sees it on their chart as defined or undefined, what it means, like how can they utilize it anyway? Because in business, we do need to be driven because life happens and difficulties happen and you kind of have to be driven enough with a bigger why to actually succeed. But it doesn't have to look like that typical masculine driving that you see, you know, male entrepreneurs kind of putting out there. So can you speak to the health of that center? Sure. So um, mine's defined. It's defined through the channel of management. It is the channel of money. It is here to teach. And my willpower shows up in my teaching. Where someone who has it undefined, you're really here to gain the wisdom of those around you and be able to see, oh, what is their level of self-worth? How are they making out on the material plane? How can you reflect over to them exactly what it is that you're interacting with? Now, for me, I get it. You know, the will center has that will in, involved in it, but I would say that we are better off being motivated correctly through our minds and through that motivation of the personality versus pushing that will center when it's undefined. I think that this piece you said earlier too, the connection between like if it's defined, a lot of it is actually like, what do you do with it? What you teach? And if it's undefined, it's understanding worthiness and being able to reflect that. That's how I look at it. Like mine is undefined. So I yeah. always point to people more like what they actually worth when they think that they, you know, they maybe don't know what it is. Like that's one of yeah. the things that kind of comes naturally to me. Somebody like, like wants to be driven, but they're not electric masculine driven. What would you say right. to them? So I would say, again, you want to go back to like what is activated in the chart because mm -hmm. you can be driven through all of that because that's what you're designed to represent. So when you lean into it, it's not, um, how do I want to say this? You're no longer efforting. You're just allowing it to flow through you. So that it's, it's just an intrinsic drive that just moves you towards your next best step. Yeah. So to summarize what you said, that would be like finding out what your strengths are, what you naturally have, no matter what those gifts are, even if they're not like driven, driven types of gifts. And then yeah. if you lean into them, you naturally end up being motivated, which is a form of drive instead of looking for the always being high vibe, which I think is ridiculous anyway. <laughs> like nobody can be that all the time. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I think when 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 we're like you know being you know the high vibe and pushing all that like we have to remember that the physical body is built with chemicals you know not only is it electromagnetic there's chemicals in here and if we're not letting the chemicals do what they need to do and we're pushing them into spaces that aren't good then we are being driven incorrectly we are being you know 
we're hurting the body more than the money that we're going to make or the connections that we're going to make. We're actually decreasing the capacity for the body to be alive. So what symptoms have you seen of that, either in yourself or with the clients? Like, would it be like a skin rash that will show up or somebody's immune system will go down? Like, how would they know that, oh, I pushed, oh, I overrid my body here? <laughs> right. So exhaustion, uh-huh. I think, is is one of the biggest um, aspects. Uh, the other is mental fatigue and not being able to actually use the capacity of their mind. Yeah, the immune system for sure autoimmune diseases. I also see uh, a lot of addictions, right? Where it's a food addiction, trying to cope for the lack of wellness in the body. Mm -hmm. We compensate with something that then covers up further what we actually meant to look at and change instead. So that brings me to another thought about the energy types and non-energy types. This is a concept that I think a lot of my audience understands. There's some that kind of like meant to go into the world and do something. And um, that would be like the generator, the manifesting generator, and a little bit could be in the form of a manifester, of course, as well, with without doing all the details. And then there's the non-energy types, like the projector or you know, reflector. So um, what would be marketing wise, like in the business, how we meant to show up and be visible, what would it look like for those two types? Because I think majority of business structures, including marketing is created for like generator type (laughs) and the other types tend to burn out if they try to do it this way. Right. Well, here we are. And, and you are also on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Like use something that people are going to find you all the time. So as a projector, um, go to those spaces where you don't have to do content every day, every week, all of that, because you will be highlighted and you will be found, you will be recognized, you will be noticed. Same with our reflectors. Go to those spaces where the system's doing your work and you don't have to be doing doing the do all the time. You can be the be the be. And, and be in that guidance space so that your systems are doing the work. And I think this year, 2024, it started off with perfected form. And I think this is the year for entrepreneurs to really nail down their systems so that they can be seen and heard and recognized. Yeah. And that is, that's a true point. And I mean, what I do is actually help somebody with the systems part as in figuring out your methodology and like market positioning and all of that in relationship to where you want to go. But this piece of the human design is, I want in the audience, everybody who is non-energy type to understand that it doesn't mean you cannot do business or you burn out. Kind of no. like a lot of times people come to me who are projectors, for example, with that, well, I burned out like 20 times before, so I can't do it again. And right. there are ways to do that, like what Leanne's saying with the evergreen content and other components that as long as you are actually clear who you are and what you're doing and you're deconditioned, <laughs> so you yeah. show up. Yeah. So yeah. what can you say more to um, understanding sort of like where somebody has, let's say, their root center, like the the activity come through them and the sacral, you know, is active. What that looks like, where they need to also watch out to not overdrive <laughs> so that they can burn out too. Because I heard that a lot of times people say, well, generator cannot burn out. 
Oh, yes, they can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like driving with a parking brake on. Sure, you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good analogy. That's a really good analogy. And I would go back to you, like, what's satisfying? Because, mm-hmm. like, I have my root center defined. So do you with and, and my, my root is directly connected to the sacral. Like, I can work. I can work. I can do lots of stuff. But if I'm doing it in frustration, that, like, and I can still work in frustration, and I can get a lot done, but it isn't serving my body. So it really is truly understanding what am I responding to, and is it satisfying? Because if it's not satisfying, why the heck am I putting my energy there? Yeah. Yeah, so much of our upbringing just tells us that self-discipline is doing what needs to get done. And even though I fully stand for self-discipline, I think without it, you can't have a business. But Mm -hmm. self-discipline could be without friction. So you do what's uncomfortable, but it's still aligned. What you're just saying, right, Leanne, that it does not have to be that you're pushing to make something happen. What would be for somebody who is the energy type, who maybe does have their root and sacral defined, um, a way to know where they are, like, let's say frustration, right? So you, you know that that means you're out. What would be then the next step? Does it mean stop and don't do whatever you know kind of needs to get done? Obviously not. So what what would be the adjustment? So so I'm, I'll give you an example, okay, um, on my farm. So because we have cows, I'm, I, we, we just kind of fence off a little bit around our, our house and the cows actually get to hang out in our yard and clean up and do all that. And I had a push lawn mower just for this tiny little area and I hated it. I was so frustrated. I hated it. I hated doing it. I hated doing it. But then I upgraded my tool and I got a riding lawn mower. And now cutting grass is not a big deal. <laughs> so what tools are you using in your business? that are causing you frustration, right? The jobs, a lot of jobs still need to get done, but what tool are you using to get them? Yeah, and sometimes it's hiring support probably, but a lot of times it's just learning what is it you're doing that you maybe don't need to be doing. I see that so often with um, women entrepreneurs specifically where they get stuck on something like, oh, I have to make this opt-in page or what should be the right color for this? Or I don't know, like I can teach workshop on this and that. And it feels like suddenly a lot of work and especially if the energy type, they're putting a lot of effort in it when their template for the opt-in page that could be done in five minutes and you're done. You know, you might need to revisit, like, do you need to teach five workshops? Maybe one would be just fine if it's actually more aligned, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. So go back to your tools. What are you using? What is what is frustrating about it? And can you upgrade your tool? Can you hire people into your business? Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the most important part for somebody to understand in their business and in themselves? Like we're talking about the balancing of the two in relationship to human design? Like, let's say, do they need to run their business differently if they energy type or non-energy type, or if they have specific center open? Like, what would be the most important part for somebody to know if they're looking at their chart to, oh, that's how I need to run my business? So I would go back, just like you said, go back to the, the, the centers. What is you and what isn't you? 
Because if you're pushing yourself to try to get better at your weaknesses, your business will never, ever shine because you're putting all of your effort into something that um, you're not designed for. So go back into the design and go, okay, what is activated? And can I just trust this, surrender to it and allow it to show up? And then use all of those open centers for the places where people are going to come in and help you in your business because those are your weaknesses. So don't force yourself to try to get better at it. That's what I would say. That's a very good advice. I think a lot of times people think that they need to like fix themselves and only when they're perfect, they can finally show up and generate a lot of money when actually it's more like, your job is to uncover who you really are. And the more you stand on that, the more you can start having a very mm, lucrative business. And like most of people here in the audience already have a business. So let's just say then have a business without friction, <laughs> burnout. So yeah. you actually get to enjoy uh, the business that you have. And, and money is a currency. So all those open spaces in the design, that's how we go out and have experiences. People come in and experience us. And if those centers are full of mud and muck and mire and emotional trauma and all that kind of money has nowhere to flow through you because it's neutral, but it needs to have a clean conduit in order to flow. Well, yeah, it needs to have a container to be put into, right? If your box is already full, oops, money isn't coming no matter how hard you're trying, right? Yeah. Oh, so true. <laughs> so true. So um, this is podcast that's called Conscious Coaches on the Mission. What is your mission? <laughs> well, my mission is to really help people up level as we move into the Sleeping Phoenix energy after 2027. We are seeing that, you know, in real time, our systems are breaking down all over the world. So I am here to literally uplift them and be the contagion for this system so that they can step in and do business differently. Because for 411 years, we efforted, we pushed, we gave our authority away. Now it's time to take back our authority and align and change the, the frequency of business all over the world. Oh, that is absolutely what is needed. So yeah. you said a lot of very interesting things. I'm sure there are plenty of little jewels that people picked up and go like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is interesting. So how can they find out more or what free gift you have that can maybe like help them along the journey? Um, on my website, powerofself.ca, they can find me there. You can have that free gift. It's, uh, it's called Three Steps to Align to Your Wealth Code. And basically what it is, is it is the alignment to your decision making and then recognizing what isn't you and what is you in your design so that you can start to begin um, allowing the flow of money, abundance, wealth, health, happiness, and fun. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. Well, thank you so much, Leanne. So Leanne Wall, Vision and Alignment Coach. Her website is powerofself.ca. So that's where you can find her. And the link is in description for the free gift. Please go and check it out. And thank you so much, Leanne, for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, Eugenia. My pleasure.
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.